through Advent, um, we're going to look at the, the subject of sorrow. And we're going to look at it with the, the strength of Advent uh, being in the back of our minds. So Advent is our hoping towards the coming of Jesus. Um, we're hoping towards his first coming, then hoping towards his second coming. And as we think about sorrow, uh, we're going to let sorrow kind of dwell, but uh, ultimately give way to the hope that there is for us in the, the season of Advent and the coming of our Lord Jesus. So I want to begin by asking you to help me sing the first two lines of a song. So the song is, It Is Well With My Soul. Ready? Uh, and the words go like this, When peace like a river... Tell me the rest. When sorrows like... Okay, so sing that. Ready? When peace like a river attendeth my soul. That's all. That's all. When sorrow, sorrows like sea billows roll. So our river flows lovely, gently, refreshingly. And that's when peace is reigning in my life. But the sorrows like sea billows. Have you ever been on the sea when there's a, a big swell? And it's... It's fairly daunting. Um, sometimes I remember in Ireland we would go fishing in these little fishing boats. And um, as a kid I would be dangling nine hooks um, on a jing over the edge of the boat. Um, nine hooks with feathers. And you would hope to get nine mackerel all at once when you came through a, a school of mackerel. Um, but the best time to fish for mackerel was when there was a mackerel sky. And a mackerel sky is a sky that looks like the coloring of the mackerel fish, kind of blue and black and gray all together. Uh, usually with that kind of a sky was a stormy sea. And I remember um, being in these boats, and they, they weren't very big boats, maybe 12 feet boats just kind of... Um, the boat felt as though we would disappear into the trough as the next swell came by. And that hymn that we, I think, basically passed the line by to get to the chorus, it is well with my soul, with its lovely uh, crescendo, right? The sorrows like sea billows rolling is like the terror of an enormous ocean and what we're going to do is look this morning at a psalm. Um, and the psalm that we're going to look at is Psalm 39. And Psalm 39 begins with an interesting inscription. So there aren't necessarily very many psalms that are given a title or particularly given um, an audience, except this one is. So this one is given to the, the singers of Israel and particularly to Jeduthun who is notably one of the chief singers in the land of, of Israel in the worship of Israel. So th this is a psalm of David and a psalm of David is commissioned to the singers of Israel 
And here's the point. The topic of this song is sorrow. They were told to sing about sorrow. I I don't think we want to talk often about sorrow. We don't often want to be in the middle of sorrow. Um, And yet here in the hymnal of Israel is a whole hymn that we're going to see in a moment is entirely about sorrow. When we were going through the the difficulties that people have with faith and belief and so on for the last uh, couple of months, um, we came to this one about why, you know, where is God in the middle of suffering? Where is God in the midst of sorrow? So because of that, we kind of slowed ourselves down for Advent to think about sorrow, we're going to talk about the graces of sorrow. And I don't think I've ever talked about that. I don't presume we have had very many you know, talks on sorrow, except in the context of why doesn't God do something? Well, here in the middle of the Psalms is a hymn in which the very singers and the congregation of Israel asks the question we asked, Where is God in the middle of sorrow? And yet God is saying, sing that song when you're gathering together. When sorrows like sea billows roll, sing that line over and over again. Sorrows, sorrows like sea billows. They're overwhelming. They're crashing upon us. And how do we manage them as we try to live the Christian life? The psalmist says this, I said, I will guard my ways that I may not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth as with a muzzle while the wicked are in my presence. I was mute and silent. I refrained even from good and my sorrow grew worse. My heart was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue, Lord, Make me to know my end, and what is the extent of my days. Let me know how transient I am. You have made my days handbreadths, and my lifetime nothing in your sight. Every man at his best is a mere breath. Sila. Sila is a strange word. We're not quite sure what it means. It might be a a musical notation that may mean pause. Um, It may be a literary term that means think. But it's something at least that would kind of cause us to halt. There are three verses in this hymn. And after the first one, we should stop and we should think about it. Um... I said I will guard my ways. So I, I, I don't want to sin with my tongue. There are wicked people around, and I want to be careful of what happens, how they respond to the way I live. Um, but I'm, afraid, I'm af- afraid even to do anything, even good. I'm afraid to do that. And in the middle of it all, my sorrow grows worse. And my heart gets hotter and hotter. This is the, the depth of sorrow. It, it's, it's the profound sadness that there can be in the human life. 
And the psalmist is saying, that's what I'm feeling right now. I'm, I'm at the point where I don't want to say anything because I'm not sure what's going to happen with what I say. I'm also at the point of not doing anything. I'm kind of frozen in, in, in my spot. Um, and, and in the middle of it all, my, my heart is growing hotter and hotter and hotter. And all I can do is meditate on the fact that my life is like a vapor. My life is short. It's like a handbreadth. Um, every man's life, at best, is a breath. I suppose it's because I'm a pastor that I've ended up near a lot of people in sorrow. And I don't, I don't know what goes on in, in your mind and your hearts and your thoughts. But I struggle with the human predicament almost every day. I struggle with sorrow and sadness and meaning. Um, there have been so many times where I have felt not the intensity of sorrow that the psalmist is talking about, but the intensity of someone else's sorrow who is nearby. So is it a child that has died and it's two parents who are heartbroken and who don't know where to turn? Is it parents whose child has just committed suicide and they have no, they've no sense of why that happened? Is it someone who's whose partner has just died of cancer. Certainly, in, in when death visits, it, it surely brings sorrow along with it. And when, that's, when that sorrow comes along, um, we who are near it have to sort of get our bearings and ask ourselves, what, what's my place in, in this sorrow? My place in sorrow is not... Uh, to spout uh, truisms or answers or little stories. I think my place in sorrow is to sit there in the sadness of a moment. Um, early on in my pastoral ministry, I, I learned that the most important thing for me to do pastorally was to sit there quietly not to say anything stupid, not to say anything careless, but just to be there. Because the intensity of sorrow is, is something that is almost overwhelming. It's almost too much for us to take. And when we allow the sadnesses of our lives to settle upon us, boy, they, they come with an incredible weight. Second verse of this song says this. Surely every man walks about as a phantom. Surely they make an uproar for nothing, amassing riches without knowing who will gather them. And now, Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Make me not the reproach of the foolish. I have become mute. I do not open my mouth. For it's you who have done it. Remove your plague from me. Because of the opposition of your hand, I am perishing. With reproofs, you chasten a man for iniquity. 
you consume as a moth what is precious to him. Surely every man is a mere breath. Selah. More than once I've had a dad say to me all this stuff, all the things I've done, they mean absolutely nothing in this moment. Everything that I've accomplished means absolutely nothing to me in this moment. I am overwhelmed by sorrow. I'm overtaken by sadness. I don't know if I will find my way out. And God, I do not know where he is. In fact, I charge him with what has gone on. Maybe it's iniquity in me. Maybe it's sin in me. And God has judged me, and here I am. I'm sitting in the wreckage of the sadness of my life. Second verse. God said to Israel, when you sing songs, sing this one. What's it about? First verse is about how bad life is. Second verse, how bad life is. And where's God? Third verse, hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my cry. Do not be silent at my tears, for I am a stranger with you, a sojourner like all my fathers. Look away from me, that I may smile again before I depart and am no more. The poem delighted in God's glance. It started by saying, the first glance that came brought joy, brought sugary joy. The last idea in the poem was when, when we have God's full-eyed stare, God's full glance, when, when we are allowed to have God's look be focused on us and, and we're allowed to enjoy it. And yet the psalmist says, could you please look away from me? That is, that, it's the depth of human despair. It says, God, please don't even look at me because of the sadness of my life. I do not know if I will come out of this alive. In fact, I think it would be better if you took my life. Um, it's brief at its best. It's a vapor at its best. I don't want people to be hurt or caused to sin because of me, so I won't do anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm stuck. I'm stuck here in my sorrow. And I call out sort of desperately to God um, in, in the middle of sorrow. And God says, go ahead and sing that song. When sorrows like sea billows roll, sing that song. I've been reading a book that's um, commended to uh, the Students and Pathways, which is the, the school that our district uh, encourages people to join in. It's The Roots of Sorrow by Phil Zyla. And he says something in here that that has really um, sort of grabbed my, my attention. He, he talks about the subtle persistence of hope. The subtle persistence of hope. He talks about the fact that sorrow can almost eclipse hope. A and that the only way for us to 
to be lovingly present with those in sorrow is to see that their sorrow has almost entirely eclipsed their hope. So it's not to travel at just, you know, a, a comfortable depth, but it's to say, man, this sorrow is like a freight train that has just come crashing down the rails and hit you. It's awful, this sorrow. It's entirely awful, this sorrow. And what Zyla is, is saying is that um, this is what the Bible characterizes sorrow as being like. like th- this psalm is the Bible saying, yes, the overwhelming nature of sorrow is such that it can almost obliterate anything that you had by the way of hope, except that there is the subtle persistence of hope. And I think in the human life, the subtle persistence of hope is kind of that, 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 that very small voice that says, but. Um, it's, it's the mom and dad who look, look up from their grief and say, but, and there's not much more than that. It's just, this can't be all that there is. This, this can't be the end of it all. There's the subtle persistence in the middle of sorrow, of hope. Um, Elie Wiesel wrote a book called Night. It was about um, the concentration camp of Buchenwald. And he tells a story in that book. He says, A violin in a dark barrack where the dead were piled on top of the living. Who was this madman who played the violin here at the edge of his own grave? Or was it a hallucination? It had to be Juliac. He was playing a fragment of a Beethoven concerto Never before had I heard such a beautiful sound in such silence. How had he succeeded in disengaging himself to slip out from under my body without my feeling it? The darkness enveloped us. All I could hear was the violin, and it was as if Juliac's soul had become his bow. He was playing his life. His whole being was gliding over the strings, his unfulfilled hopes, his charred past, his extinguished future, he played that which he would never play again. I shall never forget Juliac. How could I forget this concert given before an audience of the dead and dying? Even today, when I hear that particular piece by Beethoven, my eyes close, and out of the darkness emerges the pale and melancholy face of my Polish comrade bidding farewell to an audience of dying men. I don't know how long he played. I was overcome by sleep. When I awoke at daybreak, I saw Juliac facing me, hunched over, dead. Next to him was his violin, trampled, an eerie, poignant little corpse. that little glimpse of the violin music in the context of death and dying. Um, 
that resilience of hope that wonders if there's truth, if there is an answer, if there's, if there's a reason to press through this. God says, when you sing songs, sing this one about sorrow. When sorrows like sea billows roll. I don't know what the sorrow is in your life, what the sorrow is that's near you these days. But I know that our faith is one that doesn't shy away from sorrow. Um, our faith is one where you have a God described as pointing out a righteous man to Satan and saying, if you thought about my servant Job. The Bible's courageous like that. So God says to the chief singer, to the choir, when you sing songs, sing this one about sorrow that says life means nothing. Life with all that it accomplishes is still a phantom. God is called into question to come into the middle of our sorrow and say, look at this. What is this? And there's just one little line in the psalm that says, in you, I hope. I think Zyla's counsel as, as a man who has suffered his own sorrow is one that says, take a deep dive into sorrow and let just that little fragment of hope um, raise its head, raise its hand and say, in, in you do I hope. When we're able to fan the flame, so the reason that candle went out is, is it's a little illustration here, right? <laughs> if we could light that candle and just fan it a little bit, maybe the flame would keep coming, right? The little flame of hope in the middle of sorrow is what God by his Holy Spirit fans. What fellow believers, brothers and sisters, fan is just a, it's just a little thing. But it is subtly persistent. Time after time as I've gotten to be near people in sorrow, it just feels as though there's often just that little flicker, that little flicker that needs to be fanned because sorrow is the reality of our humanness. And Advent is far more powerful against the backdrop of sorrow. When we are full of sorrow, we hope desperately for the truth of the coming of Christ. The darkness becomes a little lighter, a little lighter, until finally there's the dawn of the coming of the Christ, the first time and the second time. When sorrows like sea billows roll, because they do, and it feels just like that, and there are no simple answers. When sorrows like sea billows roll, we can get to the point of saying, it's well with my soul but often it takes a long time. Often it takes to the end of the life 
before we might finally say it's well with my soul. Mostly we might find ourselves saying it's not well with my soul. It's not well that this child died. It's not well that he died. It's not well. Um, but there is the subtle persistence of hope. So the psalmist says, can you please not look at me? And that's the expression of the desperate, sorrowful human soul. But the message of the Bible is that God is actually gazing upon us with his love. And that, that's what the poem was saying, that there was this glimpse. And imagine what it will be when there is the full-eyed gaze glimpse of God as he looks at us with love and devotion and care um, and one day we will all be together one day all of the sorrows will dissipate in favor of Advent Psalm 39 it is God said sing this one and we might say you sure you want us to sing this because this calls you into question this says that life is meaningless for us. Are you sure you want us to sing this? Sing that song. In fact, dedicate it to the chief singer. Sing this song when sorrows like sea billows 